For the first time in 2023, coming up today on NBL Today, the Jack Jumpers put a beat down on the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. What does it mean for their playoff chances? And as well, what does it mean for the Phoenix who have got a tough couple of weeks coming up? A familiar name is going to land back in the West. Dean Vickerman still confident that his team can play a role in the playoffs. And Keanu Pinder with the latest on his injury news. That's coming up on NBL Today. For the first time in 2023, great to have your company on NBL today. Jack Heverin alongside Liam Santamaria. First and foremost, Happy New Year to you, my man. Happy New Year to you, mate. Let's have a big one. Let's start with the Jack Jumpers then. Winners 99-74 yesterday over the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Went down on Friday night. I think it's fair to say we're pretty disappointing against the Sydney Kings. Bounced back less than 48 hours later in a big way. Really impressive bounce back. Uh, right from that opening quarter, my goodness, they put on 32 points in that opening term. Their second highest opening quarter scoring performance in franchise history. And it was on the back of proactive, aggressive Tasmania jack jumper defense. Uh, trapping in the backcourt, they completely just befuddled uh, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix and their ability to handle the ball and advance it up the floor. And, uh, the Ant Army were just getting good delirious in the stands as they were <laughs> just grabbing control of that game. So, yeah, emphatic response. They should have won that, that game. This Tasmania Jack Jumpers team is, has the potential to finish top four. I think I predicted them to, to finish top four. So when a team rolls in without a key players on their roster, they're without their starting point guard, without their starting small forward, and then their starting shooting guard goes down with injury, you should beat that team. But the Jack Jumpers, to their credit, did it in an emphatic fashion. That's going to take them to 10 and 10 on the season, which we think is about right to, to make it to the playoffs. We think you're going to need to be somewhere around the 500 mark. Meanwhile, for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, as you mentioned, Liam, they went in yesterday without Ryan Brockoff, without Gary Brown. The news gets worse for them. Trey Cal injured his left knee yesterday. We await the, the result on scans. Just as they got Alan Williams back, it looks like they're going to be without another of their stars. Jeez, man, they are dealing with a whole bunch of illness and injury and issues right now, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Now, lucky for them, they built themselves a little bit of wiggle room, a little bit of margin for error with their record um, by winning a whole bunch of games and, and starting to knock on the door of that top two. Mm. Now, I think it's a real shame for them that they're, they're quickly falling out of that picture, which we know is going to be looking at the standings, the way that the playoffs are set up this year. It's going to be such a massive advantage to finish top two. And they were almost in that realm, but they're not going to be now by the looks of things. So um, that puts them back a step. Now the issue is, all right, well, can we win a game or two while we're waiting for Gary Brown and these bodies to come back? and then ramp up and have everybody fully healthy to attack the finals. Um, that's the challenge because, listen, like if you just keep piecing losses together right now, this league doesn't wait for anybody. No. And they might find themselves quickly in that battle for you know making that fifth and sixth spot. So really difficult times right now with, for the Phoenix with all those injuries. And just to give some sort of context of what's coming up in the next week, they've got Sydney at the queue on Wednesday. So that's tough. I mean, not many teams are beating Sydney on their home floor. And then they go to Cairns next Sunday. We'll talk about the Taipan shortly. But as the Taipan showed on New Year's Eve, Liam, when they're on their home floor at the Cairns Convention Centre, they're never out of game. So that 
even just those two next assignments for the Phoenix, it, it doesn't paint a great picture. Man, first and third. Um, look, that game against the Kings, that's an L, right? Like we look at that and we think that that's an L. Now, they probably they don't. They're going to have a higher bar for themselves than that, of course. But that would be a shock if under the current circumstances they win that game. Good luck to them. And then they go to Cairns, like you say. I mean, let's imagine they lose both of their, those games. That puts them at twelve and eleven. Uh, you st- things are gonna they're gonna be all starting to get very nervous at that point if that if they're at that 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 record. So big work to be done for the Phoenix, and um, they really need to try to just somehow capture one of those games. For the Perth Wildcats, we've sung their praises in the last three or four weeks about them starting to build and things looking a little better. They had a good win on New Year's Eve over the Illawarra Hawks. Ty Webster is going to land with the Wildcats. The the Webster connection just gets even more interesting with the Wildcats. I can't believe we're talking about two Websters being there now. Was playing in Turkey. That situation has finished up. The Wildcats have arranged a buyout with the New Zealand Breakers where that buyout existed. And we could see Ty Webster as soon as the next time the Wildcats take the floor. How about that? So that's the reporting from ESPN's Olgan Ulick, who we know is always right, essentially. But we await official word from, from the Wildcats. Now, I think if you're, if you're a member of the Red Army, you should be pretty excited about this because you could start to nitpick about, oh, what's the fit like in the backcourt? Yeah, do we, do oh, we need another guard? Yeah. Do we need another guard? Or, geez, what I feel for whoever's going to fall out of the roster, whether that's Kyle Zunick or Court Sherville or the like. You just added a talented piece to your roster for a run into the finals. And uh, you don't you never know how impactful or helpful that could be. I mean, he's not going to come into the starting lineup. Don't worry about that. John really's found a group there that that is working. He said he woke up one morning uh, earlier in the season, realized why the heck aren't I starting Corey Webster, and he <laughs> threw him into the starting lineup. So you've got those two guys in the backcourt. You got Luke Travis, Brady Manick, and Tashawn Thomas. But now you've added a scoring punch off the bench, a guy you can turn to if Corey or Bryce get into some early foul trouble, who can continue to tick the scoreboard over. Um, I like it because the reality is. This team, as it was currently constructed, wasn't going to win the championship. It just wasn't. It didn't have enough firepower to get that done. Does this mean that they will? No, but it does give them a better chance. And I guess it's one of those situations too, isn't it, Liam? And you understand this this side of the, the business better than most. Ty Webster's available. Yes, he might not be the perfect fit. But he's Ty Webster and he's available. And with great respect to Kyle Zunick or to Corey Shervel, but if you put the two next to each other right now, you're taking Ty Webster every day of the week, aren't you? 100%. And he wants to come. He wants to be there with his brother. He wants to play for John Rilly. Uh, And if you're a member of the Red Army as well, your ownership group, your front office, they're spending money. They've had to pay the New Zealand Breakers some, some a big buyout fee here to get this done, get him into the roster because they are wanting to have a crack at winning this championship. And that's how you want your club to be operating. And great news for the Wildcats social media team because their TikTok content has just <laughs> gone through the roof with the addition of Ty Webster. Let's have a look at Melbourne United. They had a good win yesterday over the Brisbane Bullets. Chris Golding was very unwell, but changed the game in the third quarter with his ability to knock down the three ball. Rajon Tucker built in the second half as well. And Dean Vickerman said yesterday, post-game, that they'll be scary if they can make it to the playoffs. The big thing, though, is they've got to get there first. 
which is going to be no easy feat at all. They're coming from a long, long way back. But the reality is he's right. And there is no lies in that statement at all. You would not want to play this team. You would not want to play Chris Golding in a elimination final in a wild card game that could end your season and send you packing. Because as we saw in that third quarter, and as we've seen year after year after year, he's a game breaker. And, you know, that that team is starting to hum all of a sudden. Isaac Humphreys is playing well. That that duo with Marcus Lee is working in rage on Tucker is playing now like the guy he said he was when he turned up, which is massive for that team. The thing is, it's I've, I've been thinking about Melbourne United over the last 24 hours since they won that, that game and about how we, we, we're calling these like do or die games, gold medal match, one more loss is going to chop them out. Actually, they, they have just a little bit more margin for error than that. They've got 12 losses right now, so they've got six more games to come. I think a 500 record might get you into that sixth spot, 14 and 14. 15 and 13, I think, definitely will. So one more loss, that's not the end of their season. That'll give them 13 losses, and then they'll have to probably win out from there. But um, they've got a tough run home. They play Adelaide a couple of times. They play New Zealand a couple of times. Teams are going to be hungry for wins and are tough to beat. They've got Tasmania coming up next. So a big challenge ahead. But it's not without the realms, beyond the realms of possibility they could get in. And if they do, whew, you would not want to be playing them. Let's finish up with the Taipans. They play tonight against Illawarra, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Wynn Entertainment Centre. Keanu Pinder set to miss at least the next couple of games. Reports coming out this morning. It's a heavy-duty week for the Taipans, Liam. They play today. They play Thursday against the Brisbane Bullets in Brisbane. And then they play Sunday at home against the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. I guess the positive for Snakes fans is that they showed on New Year's Eve they can win without him. Well, geez, it didn't look like it was going that way. <laughs> down, down 18, a few minutes into the fourth quarter, uh, had no business winning that game, the Taipans. Somehow they got it done. Huge credit to them. And they're going to be riding really great momentum and confidence off the back of that Really historic comeback. What was it? The equal biggest fourth quarter comeback in 40-minute history. So beautiful times in Cairns right now. They're sitting at 11 and 7 in third spot. All of a sudden, they're the one knocking on the door of that top two and, uh, you know, giving that a bit of a swing. So, um, yeah, Keanu Pinder is going to be a big out. I mean, again, um, they were sailing towards losing that one without him. They're going to have to handle Sam Froling in this next one without him. They're going to have to handle Gorjak Gak and Aaron Baines without him for, against the Bullets. And then, of course, let's see how he goes against Alan Williams. But they have firepower. DJ Hogan and, and Tajir McCall playing at a really high level. Shannon Scott kicking butt in his recent game. So um, let's keep it rolling. The Taipans, this is one of the teams that we're loving watching right now from a neutral fan perspective because they're up-tempo, they're fun to watch, they play with a chip on their shoulder and they're winning games. That game coming up tonight, as we mentioned, from 7.30 p.m. Liam, happy new year to you, my man, and thank you for being with us this morning. Cheers, man. Have a great week. We are back on Wednesday for the next edition of NBL Today.